Mic check, mic check. Yeah, here we go. I gotta do that hot new thing. It's called Switch. Switch, switch. Please, I'm begging you to stop. I really am. Hey. Hello. I'm Sarah. And I'm Nathaniel. And this is... To Be Completely Transparent. Welcome back, everyone, and thanks for joining us today on To Be Completely Transparent. We will be talking about relationships, pew, 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 pew. <laughs> a topic <laughs> that many of you have already brought up to me. When are we going to talk about it? We're going to talk about several aspects. We're going to talk about quality relationships. We're going to talk about red flags we're gonna talk about sarah specifically there's just an endless amount of things that we're gonna cover so i think y'all i think y'all are gonna get a kick out of this one i really do i agree i really do agree so um we are of course going to start though with the hot take of the week so that will that will not end we are going to do the hot take of the week and i think that sarah you should go first Okay, Uh, my hot take this week is that the best, coolest, most desirable quality in a human for me personally is being multilingual or bilingual. Like, I think that if you can speak multiple languages, you are automatically like 18,000 times cooler than anyone else I know. Um, I think that's probably because I want that about myself. So when I see it in other people, I'm like, that is so dope. And I know that there's a lot of qualities to choose from when you're like, what's what's like my favorite quality about people or what's like the coolest quality about people? There's so many different things you can talk about. But for me, it's it's multilingualism. hundred percent. OK. OK. I would like to say that I'm zero percent surprised by that. <laughs> so um, perhaps a hot take to many out there, but I. I just feel like, you know, it might not be like this super controversial thing, but there are so many things where people could be like, eh, that's not that important to me. So to me, Mm -hmm. I think it's super dope. And it doesn't matter the language, languages. No. Nope. Okay. I just think it's so cool and so impressive regardless of the languages. Like, I think it's, it's so dope. All right, Nathaniel, what's, what is your hot take? So... I, I promise you all that I will generally try to get away from the food topic because I think that my takes on food are just consistently hot takes and I am hated for them. So, but before before I move on, I will add one more um, for now. And that is that beer is simply not it. It's just not at all. I will never... I'll never open a cold beer with anything. I won't try something. I just, I have no interest. I, I don't, I, you know how they say it's an acquired taste? Yeah. I, I have no desire to acquire the taste at all. <laughs> never acquired the taste. Okay, so so I was going to say something like about that because I used to be very anti-beer as well. And now, I don't know what changed. I truly don't. Like, so it was it was literally a switch flipped for me. And now I'll be like, oh, you know what sounds good? An ice cold beer. And I'm like, damn, am I turning into my fucking dad? Like, maybe. Shout out Pete. Okay, well, let him live. He can live. I love my dad. But he loves a good beer, and I he used to always offer them to me, and I was just like, eh. And now I feel like I like them. Okay. All right. 
but I hear you if you don't like it. Like I understand where that comes from. There's, I mean, there's, I have some, some support, some support out there. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. What's your, what's your drink of choice then? Where, what's the scenario? Like, Can where I am I just in general, like anywhere? I'm going to guess and you tell me if I'm right. Okay. Okay. Fine. Mm-hmm. I think if you are at home, it's going to be a red wine. If you are out and about in public before 5 p.m., <laughs> it's champagne. <laughs> if you are out and about 5 p.m. onward, it's tequila. Am I right? Okay, we get it. You know me. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I we knew get it. it. This, this was not a test for you. That's fine. Okay, You're right. Still, You're correct. I still got an A, right? You did. You did. An Pass. A plus, to be honest. Yes, I knew it. All right. Well, we are going to jump right in then. So let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Relationships. What a topic. Just what a what a broad topic. So there's so many different ways we could take this for sure. Uh, Let's start with love languages. Okay. Okay. So there are there are five. Correct. Uh huh. Yes. And we should probably put in a disclaimer that like, wasn't there some hate about love languages recently? Like well-deserved. Wasn't there some criticism about it? Um, I don't know. Well, I think if we just put a disclaimer out there that there are obviously cultural and societal influences that impact the way that people give and receive love that are not always reflected in like a singular tool or outline mm-hmm. such as the love languages. Like, we acknowledge that. Um, and so this isn't saying that these are the only options out there, but we're going to start by discussing them because I feel like they're they're relatively like well, well known, at least amongst like our peers. And I think it's always interesting to talk to people and, and get their take on it. So, OK, well, let me um, let me read all of them. So I'll just I'll okay. list them real quick. So we have words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, physical touch and quality time. So. I last took this before this week, probably six years ago, five, six, seven years ago. So it's been a, it's been a while. So I was actually interested in seeing what it looked like today. And the number one was quality time. So that doesn't surprise me about you. We get it. You I'm, know it's me. not that wasn't a dig. That wasn't a dig. <laughs> I'm just saying that that checks out. Okay, That's fine. It saying. checks out. Okay, okay. But here's the thing. The it came up with percentages, right? Like each one yeah. had a percentage. So yeah, this was, I wish I could pull up the one from from years ago just to see if it was different, how different, um, yeah. because quality time was 30%. Mm. And then receiving gifts, words of affirmation, acts of service were all 20%. Whoa. And then That's physical so touch was 10%. Yeah interesting so i don't know i'm i need more time to process what i'm reading here (laughs) yeah that's fair okay but your talk about your top one like how do you see quality time playing out in relationships for you i think that it basically quality time having you know someone's undivided attention um being able to spend time with someone and not feel drained by it um, now I know naturally I'm I'm a more extroverted person in general, so mm-hmm. either hanging out with individuals or in groups is not tiring to me. Right. Um, but when it comes to relationships, I feel like how you spend time, like how you spend time with someone, is really important. So if you're spending yeah. the whole day with someone, if you're 
going on a long trip with someone like like that's an amount of time where it's like this is important to analyze how do I feel in this moment am I like wow I would really like to be by myself right now Mm -hmm. or like is this particular person someone where it feels very easy with so I I I, for that reason I, I don't I'm not surprised that quality time was the highest percentage um and then what this says here you know when it like the little description in quality time nothing says i love you like full undivided attention being there for this type of person is critical but really being there with the tv off fork and knife down all of the chores and tasks on standby makes you feel truly special and loved whether it's spending uninterrupted time talking with someone else or doing activities together you deepen your connection with others through sharing time. Hmm. So that I feel like that yeah. part is is the most clear way to put it. Yeah, I get that for sure. Okay, so my my top is also quality time, uh, 33% quality time. And then my next two, which are, are tied at 27%, are words of affirmation and physical touch. And then receiving gifts is 10% and acts of service is 3%. So I think it's that is interesting to me. It makes sense, but it's interesting because quality time is important to me. Like, I don't care if the person that I'm with is literally just like sitting in the same room as me, but we're doing separate tasks. Like, that is important to me. Just being in like physical proximity. Mm -hmm. And so I'm I'm not surprised that that came out as my number one. Like, I just want to... I just want to be around people that I care about, you know, romantic and, and friendships too. Like I do like my alone time and I do like having some time to recharge, but like similarly to what you said, I'm also mostly extroverted. So I really just like being around people and I like to just, you know, have them around. And then, you know, if I have a random thought or if I see something funny, they're like right there and I can share it with them. Like that's that is important to me words of affirmation not surprising in the slightest I need people to validate me all the time every single day like I would consider myself a a relatively confident person but that is definitely fed by like (laughs) constant affirmation of these things no and that's okay sometimes I feel like that one can be misconstrued as like Mm -hmm. you need you need people all the time to like tell you these things like Mm -hmm. be like well are you sure you like me? Are you sure I think I'm pretty? Like, I feel like that can be seen as a negative, but I think that it's it's fine. It's just as valid as the other ones. And knowing that you need that and being able to communicate that with a partner is so mm-hmm. important, right? Like when I am like entering into a new relationship, like I will try to be open and explain like, hey, I really appreciate when you like verbalize things to me. Like I so appreciate communication. So if you can... If you can be sure to do that, like, I will appreciate it, you know? And then physical touch is, like, duh. I love touching people. Like, I (laughs) – you know that I like you as – it it could be for friends, but mostly, like, romantic, like, attraction things. You know I like you if I touch your face, which – is bad because some people do not like their face being their face touched. touched and i will just walk up to people and just grab their face and be like hi i love you and everyone's just like whoa i need you to i need you to relax <laughs> i also just think it's really important that you kiss your friends on the mouth all the time so <laughs> i and i guess that falls under physical touch so <laughs> COVID's been hard for me, y'all. I have not been able to kiss people on the mouth. It is unbelievable to me that you do that. But <laughs> I guess it's not 
a hot take. I guess that's. that's I was, was going to say that should have been my hot take is that you should kiss everyone that you like, friends and otherwise, on the mouth. Maybe right, not like your right, right. siblings. Don't need to don't need to be like Tom Brady up here, but like you know, chill on Tom, chill on Tom. (laughs) People that you're not related to, kiss them on the mouth. Every every single one of them. Yeah, I think I'm gonna get some text messages about this one, Um, (laughs) and I'm not really gonna know how to respond. Send them my way. We can chat. Anybody after the after we're fully vaccinated, (laughs) anybody want to kiss on the mouth? (laughs) You really? I have. I have. I have personally witnessed and received this. I was gonna say like, you you have been a first hand <laughs> recipient of a kiss on the mouth. So <laughs> I'm probably not gonna incorporate that into my life. You don't. However, need to. that's part of who you are, and I gotta stay authentic. Exactly. But I think okay. So another thing that I think is interesting about the love languages, like the categories and the assessment is the the test is designed to see how how you like receiving love and affection but i also think that it's really important to talk about how you give affection and i think that it can be different and like you know like i said i like touching people's faces that's like giving i also like receiving that as like i like i love when people hold my hand or i love cuddling like i like being physically close to people like that So for me, physical touch works both ways, but like I know of people in my life who, you know, acts of service is similar to me as, as very low on the receiving percentage, but like that is how they show love to everyone. They're like, oh, okay, like I really like this person. Let me like run this errand for them. Let me pick up their mail on the way into Mm -hmm. the house or something, you know, like little things like that. And that's I mean that's why it's always important to talk about it because if somebody's like if if somebody did that to me and they were trying to show their love and affection through acts of service and it's so low on my receiving end Mm -hmm. then I would just be annoyed I'm like no I can do my own shit just like hold my hand and tell me I'm pretty you know (laughs) right right and if they don't know that then you know it's hard and it can I think that can cause issues so I'm gonna to bring that back to the the communication aspect because that's huge in general like really for everything in life but the communication part is something that I think is really hard to master or to to work on Um, Mm -hmm. when you like grow up you have one kind of lens that has been formed by your childhood experiences school etc etc so then when you start entering relationships and you might not even be aware of how you need to receive love or like mm-hmm. maybe what things you think are appropriate to show your love for someone else. And then you meet someone who's like the opposite of you or they have X, Y, Z expectations and you have no idea how to, to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just like, like, what do you mean? Like I, of course I'm interested in you. And right. they're like not, they're 100% not seeing it that way because maybe they needed to hear this verbally or maybe they mm-hmm. want it. There's so many things. Yeah. And if you don't like take the time to like dive into that with your partner or whoever, I feel like everyone's going to be left in the dark and then it's just going to yeah. cause conflict. So, you know, learning how to communicate, how to say, well, I know that you are this way because of X, Y, Z or like, you 
receive love in this way and like this means this is important to you but this is how I am this is why how can we incorporate that so that we're both happy but getting there is so much it's it's easier said than done oh Um, absolutely but but I think the important thing to note too is that the the biggest piece of communication especially within the context of relationships is that it's always evolving and so Mm -hmm. I think sometimes what what hinders people sometimes from having open communication and and effective healthy communication is that when they don't know the answer or when they're not fully sure about something or they're not done processing it for themselves they won't Mm -hmm. they won't express that to their partner I mean, at least I'm speaking from, you know, personal experiences, but also like friends and things. It's like I think a lot of people want to they they don't want to talk about things until they have a very eloquent way of sharing them. They have it. They've mm-hmm. got it out. It's very like comprehensive and they're, they're able to cover a lot of specifics about whatever the topic is. And I think what's right. important to know is that you can take that time. Like some people need that time to process and they don't mm-hmm. want to talk about it, but you have to tell your partner that's what you're doing. Right. So if you right. don't know how you like receiving love or you don't know how you like giving love, that's okay. Take your time. You don't have to necessarily talk about it until you've you've thought about it, but tell your partner, right? Be like, hey, I am not sure how I feel about this yet, but I'm thinking about it and I want you to know that I'm working on it and I will address it when I'm ready. Because leaving it just like empty space or like Mm -hmm. not addressing things or avoiding things is so harmful to relationships and it can, you know, things can just blow up over the smallest thing for that one singular reason that they're that is that they're not communicating well Mm -hmm. because then now the one person is like is something wrong like Mm -hmm. i'm it seems fine but now it's not fine and then now everyone's wondering and then there's all these questions so yeah i 100 percent agree with that you know i'm glad you brought up communication because that is one of my biggest i guess green red flags depending on how you describe it but like if Mm -hmm. people are incapable of communicating openly and effectively red flag red flag but on the other hand if they are really great communicators huge green flag you know like that's something Mm -hmm. that I look for because ain't nobody got time for games and bullshit anymore we are far too old for that just like Demi Lovato said games so something that concerns me is when people will take the approach of well my partner knows me and loves me, so they should know how I'm going to respond mm. to this. Or they should have known that I, you know, didn't like this or that they should have done this. It's They're leaving it to their partner to guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's, there's times where if you're gift giving or if you're surprising someone or if like, you know, it's something that's not harmful, but when it's a pattern of, I'm not going to communicate anything because I think this person should just figure it out on their own that Mm -hmm. I have seen cause some issues because maybe the other person like truly their intention is to give love the way their partner wants to receive love. And then now the partner is upset because they're like, well, it wasn't in this exact way, but then they never talked about it ever, 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 ever. (laughs) Well, I mean, like, I mean, people aren't mind readers, right? Yeah. You know, you can't expect that. Yeah, that's not great. I would be so pissed if someone was like, 
um, well, you got me the blue scarf and <laughs> you just should have known that I like green. Like, I would be like, well, you fucking never said you like green. Like, what the fuck? I'd be pissed. I'd be like, well, then you know what? I'm going to take that damn yeah, scarf it's... back to the store and you're going to have no scarf. I, I know that that's what you would do. Exactly. <laughs> no, I'm, um... I'm much nicer than that, I think. <laughs> In real life, I'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I talk this big game, and I, in reality, I would just be like, oh, my God, like, let me knit you my your, a new scarf. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I cannot stand you. I can't stand you. Um, it, it really is, though, the communication thing, like uh, something you continuously have to, to work on and be aware of. Because yeah. you really could just miss something. You could be like, everything's going great, and then you just completely didn't realize that oh, this could have been worded differently. Like, I could have communicated mm. this specific and I'd never said anything. So I am with you on that. Yeah. Well, let's circle back in and talk about our our red flags. Because I think, I mean, I think we've established that communication is obviously a, a really, really important base to relationships. But, like, what are the little things, you know? What are the little red flags or green flags if you wanted to do a positive spin on it? I feel like okay. I have like red, green, and yellow flags. I've been compiling a lot of uh, <laughs> internal data based on previous experiences. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll start with one. When someone is very, very, very particular about how you spend your time, whether it's your personal time, your time with friends, like, like basically you're not given that freedom to with, live your life without them. Oh, yeah. I don't love it. Mm-hmm. I don't love it. No, I agree. It's like you got to be able to be independent people within the context of a relationship. You can't you can't lose yourself in the other person. Correct. You know, if I and I always, you know, I'm on on Twitter and social media and I always just see all this discourse. And this one that sticks out to me was something about talking on the phone, like with your with your friend. And someone someone in the replies was like, well, yeah, that's incredibly disrespectful. Like, for one, why are you huh? even on the phone with someone who has a partner or something like what? that? What? And, like, everyone underneath was like, whoa, like, therapy. No. <laughs> I was going to say the toxicity. Wow, 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 wow. And, no. I, and th- this person said this with such confidence, like, literally, like, I don't even see how the situation would come up why you're talking to your friend on the phone and i'm like what yeah huh like if there's if there's trust issues if some if you had a Mm -hmm. previous experience where your last partner was actually kind of dating your friend you know i get it at that point yeah but that is you can't then be like wow people do not can't have friends (laughs) right oh god yeah (laughs) friends are canceled my next person must have zero friends the og red flag is like when when your partner is is so controlling of your life and like doesn't let you have friendships or other relationships outside of you know what you guys have together or whatever yeah yeah yeah. that's mm -mm. it's no for me yeah it's a it's a hard pass what about you well the first one I have on my list here is that I uh, will no longer date moderates, like politically. Okay. I can't. I cannot do it anymore. It's It was hard in Ohio. There weren't a lot of options of people who weren't moderate. But now that I've left Ohio, now that I have put up with bullshit for far too long, I can't. I can't do it. And, and here's why. It is important to me to be politically aware and socially responsible and active. And I'm not expecting perfection 
at all. And Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that there aren't some things that are worth having opposite opinions on within a relationship. Like, I think healthy debate is important. But there are just some core principles that I believe align with my more progressive ideology that if if my partner does not share those with me, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. I'm done with putting up with that. I'm done with explaining things over and over again. I'm done with devil's advocates. I'm done with Mm -hmm. no, no, I can't do it anymore. So red flag. So if I see on on Hinge, your little profile says moderate. (laughs) Sorry, baby. You're out. Hitting the, uh, the X. The X. Hit that X so fast. <laughs> Except I do have I do have one exception to that. And that's like, if you're not trying to date people, I have said this to my friends. I do believe, though, and this may sound contradictory, but just hear me out. I do believe that Republicans owe us orgasms at the very least. <laughs> so if you can find a Republican who actually knows how to make you orgasm, then you should exploit that. I give you permission to, uh, but just don't date them. Life advice from Sarah. <laughs> I think I may also receive some texts on that one as well. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll, I'll wait. Damn, and... I have all these hot takes today. I should have should have used some of those. <laughs> should have saved some of these. Damn. <laughs> so the explaining things to people, I agree with that. I think for me would just become entirely too exhausting yeah. to have to... To try to get someone on the same page as me, if it if it involves identity or people's like true lived experiences, that's not something that I really want to debate about. Like that's yeah, not. Yeah. And and I don't mean that in that I I don't want to talk about things if people don't know about them or don't understand them. Right. Like, that's right. not what I mean. But it's like having to explain that like healthcare is a human right and like trans people are valid and immigrants deserve to be here like those like core tenants i'm not Mm -hmm. trying to i'm not trying to like explain human rights and basic decency to someone that's what i'm saying i know i i hear you and then like even thinking further down the road like say you're married to someone say you are raising kids whatever it is and you have these like core value differences on how Mm -hmm. to treat or perceive people that is absolutely bizarre because Mm -hmm. you can't have like one parent who is maybe supporting you yourself as (laughs) however you are and whatever you believe in or however you identify and then the other parent is like oh like you that is not a thing I can't I can't do that I can't and some people some people can and they make it work and like you know to each their own like right if you want to find a way, you know, to live that life, like live your truth, whatever. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just saying, I don't know how you do it. I couldn't do it. Couldn't be me. Could not be me. Could <laughs> simply not. Could be not me. be me. Okay, I'm gonna say another one because I have a long list. Um, recently, I have, I have found this one to be. I would have. I, I think it's more important than I originally would have thought it was. So I think it is a red flag. If my partner or potential future partner does not have generally the same like daily schedule, sleep schedule type of lifestyle as me, like I don't think that I could be with someone who stays up till 4 a.m., sleeps till noon, and like the time that they are awake during the day, they're not like 
active in some way. They're not like, you know, interested in going out and and doing activities or they're not interested in like cooking and eating well like lifestyle so that is something that I think when I was younger it didn't hold as much weight but now it's really really important so if someone is not on the same page as me like obviously there's going to be some variation and that's fine like I don't want like we said we don't need to live the exact same life all the time but it would be so hard if I, you know, I like to go to bed at a normal time. Like, I like to be asleep at, like, 10, 1030. That's ideal for me. And if my partner is up for hours and hours and hours after me, and then I get up at 8 a.m. and I'm ready to start my day and I want to go do things and they're not awake and I have to wait for hours and hours for them to wake up, that's no fun. I don't want that. How much are you willing to waver on that? Um, I mean, I feel like it's, it's kind of a case-by-case basis. Like, okay. if... People like to stay up late, but then they're, you know, willing to get up and do something with me if we have an activity plan the next day. Okay. Like, you know, we don't have to go to bed at the same time. We don't have to wake up at exactly the same time. Like I mentioned, I do enjoy my alone time and my quiet time, but I think it's just like when it's like hard stop for them that they like will not be out of bed before 10 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, "Mm." I'm talking weekends, obviously, like work days, whatever. Capitalism, 40 hour work week. We're uh, we're all bought into that one. Um, but no, I mean, like on weekends and stuff, like <laughs> if they have this hard rule that they just like will not do that, it's probably not going to work for me. Okay. You do get up very early. I do. Consistently. And I recognize that not everyone loves that and you want to be able to sleep in. Like, sure. But I'm saying like if we have an event, like if I'm like, hey, I mm-hmm. want to go to the farmer's market or I want to go hiking tomorrow, like can we get up and do that? I need someone who's going to be game. Right. No, that makes sense. I understand that. I think my issue is that I just don't sleep enough. (laughs) So there is no reason for me to go to bed at one and then also wake up at 630 or seven. But I'll totally do it. Like if I have a hike to go on or I just have some sort of plans and they start in the morning, if it's coffee, I will 100% be up to do it. I'll go to the gym at 8 a.m. on a Saturday and then do something. I was going to say, you go to the gym. You you get up and, and do things early. I feel like you're you're like a combo. It's, but that's not good, early. ultimately. No, I know. Like, <laughs> no. Like, no, everyone else. Sleep more. <laughs> everyone else who wakes up at that hour, I know that they went to bed significantly earlier than I did. Yeah. And here I am, just <laughs> at the gym, 8.30 in the morning on Sunday. We will unpack your sleep schedule. Right. At another date. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that, that can be later. We're going to have a whole but... episode on Nathaniel's <laughs> sleep schedule. We're going to break it down minute by minute. When do you go into REM? <laughs> when when are you dreaming? No <laughs> Could, couldn't tell you. Absolutely no idea. But I also want to go back to your lifestyle comments. I think that over the last couple years, that has grown on me as well. One, because I, I've, I've seen people not be on the same page as their partner and they either someone they've been with for a long time someone they're married to whatever it is and I'm like I wonder if like this the type of time you're spending on weekends or when you do have a bunch of free time is being spent very differently Mm -hmm. and I wonder if that's gonna you know it's gonna cause any issue because when you naturally want to do the same things or like you are generally doing the same activities like going to the same places eating the same things it is definitely a lot easier 
because mm-hmm. years are going to go on and like you like to spend your Saturday at the farmer's market and then you're going to go do an activity and then now it's 4 p.m. and you've spent a lot of time outside but mm-hmm. then the person you're with 100% would have rather been in bed that whole time watching Netflix which right. is awesome like we most of us yeah. do that at some points but that trend is probably gonna it's like hmm we're, we may not be aligned here right right no so and, I, and I get that yeah and again I am sure that there are people out there who are probably like well my partner and I are like live different lifestyles and Mm -hmm. it's fine and I'm like you know power to you if if that works for you I I just like yeah I couldn't see how that would be sustainable for me I so badly want us to not agree at all like when are when are we (laughs) when are we gonna have that topic where it's just like absolutely not and here's why when we like fight about it (laughs) the people want controversy and we're just like yep Mm -hmm. same great Great point, Nathaniel. I really appreciate your insight. I couldn't agree anymore. <laughs> just episode after episode. Oh, so they just, they're just the same. They just think the same yeah. thing. <laughs> All right, don't worry. We'll get, we'll get a guest who's like, absolutely not. No, y'all are both wrong. Here's why. I, I love to. I'm I can't for wait it. for it. I can't wait for it. I'm ready. You know, I love to fight. I'm ready. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. About intel- yeah, okay. about intellectual things, not physical fights. Uh uh-uh. uh. I mean, I I I assumed that. I don't know. I talk a big game. You do, but it won't happen. All right, bring on bring on your next red flag. What are you thinking? Okay, I'll do a green flag. Okay, great. Love thoughtfulness. Yeah. Like whatever it is, like if you have an event coming up, an accomplishment, like something happened, and someone's like, I am going to like either I've been thinking about this or. I've been planning this or I know that this was important to you. So this is how I'm showing it. Or mm-hmm. here is this whatever, like gift or like I'm dropping this off. I don't care what it is. Love it. Yeah. No, that's a good one. Because awesome. that's it's not always a given. Like, no, it's not. Mm-mm. There's <laughs> there's people who are like, wait, does your partner like you? Because <laughs> why are you? <laughs> Why are you begging for 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 this that should be like you know what I if mean? If you have, have you to ask does your if you have to ask does your partner like you? Have there you, might be an issue. Have you seen those tweets where people are like it just seems like y'all's partners don't put in any effort. I have a spicy comment. Proceed. I uh, men and let me further clarify. Traditionally, stereotypically, straight, white, cis men, right? Mm-hmm. There's the stereotype going around that they are absolute trash. And here's the thing. Not all men, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Not all men, but a lot of them. And I do think that it the, the bar is on the floor for, for men a lot of times. Those men specifically. The bar is on the floor. They're like, oh my God, he like sent me a good job text after I gave this massive presentation <laughs> to 6,000 people. Like, he really cares. Like, that has been planned for a year. <laughs> right. Like, I poured my heart and soul into this event and he goes, good job, babe. Like, and we're just like, oh my God. Actually, funny, funny story. So I was watching Bridgerton with my roommate and this is hilarious we're watching bridgerton um i'm sure this is going to be a spoiler so if you haven't seen it like skip over whatever no but it's important to this conversation so there's a scene in which the duke is like being sexual with daphne 
and like asks her what she wants or what she likes and like is very caring and communicative when they're having sex and like you know he like goes down on her and he's like do you like this do you like that like tell me if you want me to stop like all this like consent speak and me and my roommate watched that we're like oh my god and then we're like wait a minute like (laughs) wait a minute like why are we like swooning over this man who is just like doing the bare minimum which is getting consent getting and ensuring consent. getting consent and ensuring pleasure for everyone involved. Like, why are we like, oh my God. We like literally caught ourselves. Like we were like, oh my God, I'm sweating. And they were like, wait, <laughs> what? It's, why is this our standard? You said, you said the you said the bar is on the floor. And the bar is on the floor. So but I think that that plays into the thoughtfulness thing too. It's just you know, I mean, we could talk forever about societal expectations, misogyny, internalized misogyny, heteronormativity, gender roles and power constructs within relationships. There are so many ways we can unpack that. But I think, you know, generally, you know, it's it's the thoughtfulness is not always inherent for every person. Like you said, it's not a given. That was a huge tangent. Sorry, I just needed to get that off my chest. <laughs> I hear you. It just... I, I honestly think it just could not be me, ultimately. Couldn't be me. No, not all men, Nathaniel. It, I, <laughs> I cannot <laughs> Seriously, it is, like, I, I, I really feel like acknowledging people's, like, victories, like, no matter how small they are, it's very important. I'm just like, why would you not tell someone, like, you know, send someone a thing, tell someone, like, congrats, yeah. like, celebrate a win, like, something someone really cares about. But it don't really be like that all the time. Not always. A lot of the time. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> so we will we'll shift talking about you because you know oh, that boy. you know that I think you're wild every single day. Yeah. And in terms of partners, relationships, I just you really have them all. And I know you're going to be like, no, I don't. Because you do every time. And then I say, yes, you do. And then you say, no, I don't. And then guess what? Four days later, you have a story for me. So <laughs> I we're going to we're just going to we're just going to ask about that. So I know wild is vague. Wild is a vague yeah. term. But yeah. what is the the wildest situation you found yourself self in, like meeting a new partner? Oh, gosh. All right. So the first one that comes to mind is uh, my first ever importing of a hoe. (laughs) (laughs) The first time that I ever imported a hoe from outside of the place in which I lived to come visit me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I hope none of these people are listening. Um, Okay. So (laughs) I... No names. No names. No, no, no. No, no, no. We got to keep a little mystery. Um, I I matched with someone on a dating app and the conversation was very easy. It flowed very quickly and it was clear that, you know, there was a little spark, even just from like texting. I was like, I'm very intrigued about this person. Um, and, you know, when I looked at their profile and it said distance, it was like 400 and something miles away. And I was like, how did we match? Like my radius is is small and this person was like oh well you know I I do business in in that city sometimes and so I had my location there and I was like should have been a should have been a flag that they were like pre-swiping in a location I mean no hate on that I've done that but like should have been (laughs) should have been a sign (laughs) 
<laughs> but anyway, I digress. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, so like you're not here? And they're like, no, I'm, I'm back in, uh, this, they lived in New York. Um, and they're like, back in New York. And I was like, dang, like, that's a bummer. Would love to meet. And they're like, well, I'm going to be in town for business. We should get dinner when I'm in town. And I was like, great. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. Their business deal ended up not working out and they did not come in for business. But we were talking. At this point, we had exchanged numbers. We had FaceTime. So I like knew this person was like real. And one night, it's like Thursday night, 11 p.m. We're chatting. We're, we're talking about how how much we would like to meet each other and like you know this is so fun that we're able to talk so easily even though we haven't met but we want to meet whatever and this person is like I'm gonna book a flight and I said huh they're like yeah yeah (laughs) I I can fly there tomorrow after work and I said huh and this person sent me a picture of their credit card in retrospect what what if I stole that anyway they sent me a picture of their credit card they said go ahead and book it from New York to the airport closest to you and pay for it and I will be there tomorrow. This flight was like $450. It was a Friday night to Monday at like 6 a.m. flight and I was like oh my god I'm about to import this hoe for a weekend. We've never met. They're about to stay at my apartment. I'm like I got some like alarm bells going off. I was like this could be this could be potentially dangerous. Like there's so many things. Flash forward it was not dangerous. Um It was actually one of the most fun weekends of my life. It was so awesome. We clicked immediately. It was so fun. And uh, we, we just like explored and hung out and had a great weekend. And then the following weekend, they were like, that was so much fun. I'm going to fly you to New York. (laughs) And then they flew me to New York the weekend after that. And then they flew back to Ohio the weekend after that. And it was a whirlwind, like six weeks or so it fizzled out like not still really in contact with this person but damn it was wild and it's such a good story and there's a lot more details I'm not including to keep this appropriate for multiple audiences but it was a good time right 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 in retrospect the credit card thing was absolutely bizarre yeah fully fully like I was like wait a what huh you're you're just sending me a picture of your credit card fully yeah, it was weird. Never met you. Mm-mm. I'm a trustworthy person, though. I think people get that vibe from me. You are, but... Even if this person ruined my life, like, I'm not going to steal their identity or their money. I would never do that. Um, but yeah, so someone else might. <laughs> clearly, we see just a little snippet of just how wild you are. Because I, yeah. ev- ev- there was nothing about that story that wasn't wild. I know. It's like It was then- like a movie moment. It was my movie moment you know can we can we talk about the birthday dinner just just real quick just please oh i we have to I i'm sorry forgot about the birthday dinner oh my god because there were so many things like you literally there can't even so keep, keep up can't even remember them all yeah yeah so the same person that like we met around my birthday and i had a birthday dinner with my friends and this person found out where we were going to dinner, called the restaurant and ordered drinks for the whole table. I I it was wild. Like I think I met I met this person at that point I I had only met them once, one weekend. And it was like 14 people at the table. Yeah, yeah, it was a big it was a big birthday dinner. About margaritas for everybody. <laughs> I mean, shout out to the homie. They were good. <laughs> they were delicious, honestly. <laughs> Incredible. And I was so surprised and it was so thoughtful thoughtful 
<laughs> it was so thoughtful. Like, even though this didn't work out with this person, like, I have no hard feelings. Like, they're a great human, and it was, like, one of the most fun little tiny flings I've had in my entire life. Like, it was awesome. Absolutely love to see it. I mean, this is probably the, this is definitely probably the, like, the best example. Yeah. I also want to say that I mean ho in the most positive, endearing way possible. I don't want people to get that misconstrued. That's just what Nathaniel and I call people that I interact with. (laughs) People that I interact with, she says. Yeah, it's not, there's no, there's no negative connotation with the word ho in this context. Oh, for sure. Just wanted, just wanted to put that out there as a little PSA. You just have the absolute most, that's all. Honestly, you could write a book. Should I write a book? That'd be hilarious. Oh, God. You could write a book. I don't know. We'll see. How to have hoes. How Sarah. to have hoes. I don't. Here's the thing, though. I don't even know how I would describe. Like, I don't know what I do differently. I'm sure that it's not that different. I'm sure plenty of other people have the same situation said, as me. Here's what she said. She said, I just exist and they just come to me <laughs> is basically what is. That's basically what you no! just said. <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. I just I like we I feel like we're talking. Get it. Stop. I feel like we're talking about this in in a way that like it sounds like i'm like so cool and special and elite and i'm like no like i'm sure that like this is what dating is you just you just date people until you find someone that you want to be with in like long term if that's something you're into and and that's just what you do so i i like yes like i have funny stories but i don't think like it's to an, a level where like i need to counsel people on how to do it <laughs> fair okay fair that makes sense. Some people listening are probably like, that's that's weak. That story, mm, three out of ten. Yeah. Three. <laughs> Let me tell so, Yeah, please share your, your stories with us. We want to hear um, about your hoes. Tell us about your hoes. In the DMs, via text, on Tag Twitter, us. whatever it is. Like, we want to know the stories. Because I certainly have no stories to add. Like, You'll get your I, stories okay, one not, day. Not no, no stories, but I just... They're not on par. That's fair, but you'll get there. You'll have host stories. One of these days. Look, 2035. Why are you... You're rolling your eyes. Why? I, I just hate when you're like... I didn't even say anything. Should I buy this monk costume? <laughs> okay, I said that one time. Literally, one time. Don't worry, everyone. I told him not to buy the monk costume. <laughs> okay, but it was kind of cool, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, fine. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Okay, bring on your next question. This one isn't really going to be, you know, directly related to your experience, but if you were giving the most kind of basic pursuing a relationship advice to someone, just mm. just like some some good rules of thumb, just a, a three things, what would you what would you advise? That's a great question. I would say, well, you know, I have to say number 1 is transparency right like you know openness and honesty goes a long way and there is a balance between sharing and oversharing but you have to find that for yourself and you have to define that and make those boundaries for yourself but generally speaking my rule of thumb is that I'm an open book and I would like my potential partner to be also open to discussing anything and everything and I think that's 
really important when you're important when you're trying to determine whether or not this person is compatible so number one transparency number two find someone that you connect with on multiple levels so i think like physical intellectual if spiritual is important to you spiritual like find a person who you can connect with on on multiple levels on multiple topics because if you connect with someone really well on just one sometimes I feel like it's harder to build a a relationship off of that Mm -hmm. it's not impossible right like I like we mentioned like it's okay to to have differences and be independent and and live your life your own way but I do I have found that if you can have multiple areas of connection it usually trends better in the long run um and the third thing i think would just be like fun have fun find someone who's fun to hang out with find someone who's you know exciting and and energizes you and if you can't have fun with them at the beginning how are you gonna have fun with them for long term if that's your goal you know Mm -hmm. so transparency multiple levels of connection and fun okay i love it i love it i'll i'll add three just like kind of general you know on your search if that's what you're doing and the ones that you added were great so I have ones that were a little different so this will be a an all-inclusive list so mm-hmm. one uh, is be patient so yeah I I am not one that's like let let us just rush everything like yeah yeah must enter something no matter what just do it I definitely I think the patience thing will end up serving you better in the long run and then allow yourself the time to like think and process which kind of goes along with the the patience you know make sure what you're searching for is something you really want and then lastly find someone where it's easy for both of you to hold space for each other oh i love that yeah yeah I, i think that that's incredibly important because it goes back to the whole quality time thing like yeah being able to be in that person's presence and it's meaningful you're able to be your authentic self around them like I think that that is going to it's a that's a green flag that's like okay like this is spending time here is safe is you know it's meaningful so I I I think those would be my three I like uh, it I love it I want some more of it no I'm just kidding um (laughs) I know you're sighing Um, well, I feel like we could talk about relationships and, and so many other ways and we could go on for hours and hours and hours, but we're going to wrap up for today. I'm sure that we'll probably readdress this topic in, in other in other ways um, down the line, but I hope you all got something out of this, you know, and if, if you are looking for a relationship or if you're starting a new one or even if you're, you know, in a committed long-term relationship, you know, there's always ways to to learn and and continue to improve the way that you interact and show and receive love. So hope you hope you got a little something out of it today. And please go and leave us a good review. Like us, follow us. If you are listening to this on Spotify, follow us, follow our channel. If you're listening to us on Apple, do the same. Instagram, Twitter, DMs are always open. Let us know your wild ho stories. Let us know <laughs> your red flags and your relationships. Like we want we want you all to to give some feedback. So, yeah. I hope you enjoyed it and we will see you next time. See you next time. This was fun. Bye.